0: that God is angry with you? Well, find out what the Bible says in the verse that we have for you today. Hello and welcome to Love and Encouragement to Live By. I'm Tammy Thompson, a Christian author under the pen name of T.S. Thompson, and you can find out all about my books by visiting my website at ts-thompson.com.
1: And I'm Joe Heather Dodson, your Christian coach, helping you discover what God has next for your work your ministry, and your life. Learn more about my coaching services at yourchristiancoach.net. Thanks for joining in today for your weekly dose of love and encouragement as we talk about Psalm 103, verse 8 to help deepen your Christian living. Just as a reminder, there's still time to sign up and reserve your spot for our Your Kingdom Purpose Women's Workshop in Westminster, Maryland, August 6th. You can find out all the information on our website at loveandencouragement.com. Well, there are a lot of people out there who think that God is angry with them. (laughs) They think he's angry with our country, our politics, our declining morals, and how people are turning away from him. When things go wrong, I think they think God is punishing them because he's mad. And they blame God for things he doesn't do. I, I think you guys know that. But guess what? We have some good news for you today. God is not angry with you. How do we know? Check out Psalm 103, verse 8. It says, The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to
0: anger, and abounding in mercy. Mm. This is so good. I know a lot of people need to hear this today. Um, Because this verse is packed full of some pretty amazing words. If you just break this, I mean, I was looking at this verse. I'm like, my God, there's so much in here. In one sentence, you know. I mean, look at the word. You know, it's compa- compassionate, gracious, abounding, and mercy. Oh my goodness. So we're going to be sharing with you how meaningful all of this verse is and how it all ties together. You know, God is slow to anger. Part of this verse is surrounded by all these magnificent, wonderful blessings, you know, and words of encouragement. But before we dive in... We want to take a quick moment here that if you're enjoying this podcast, please sign up on our newsletter and we can email you the podcast every Wednesday. You get it right to your email, email. You don't have to go anywhere. And don't forget to like, share, follow, and subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And you can also help, you know, support us so we can grow our podcast. If we're going global, we're meeting, we're doing a lot of things. So you can sew into us through prayer and financial support, you know, or by serving as a sponsor spotlight. Yes. Thank you, Tammy.
1: You know, the scriptures tell us that God does get angry, but typically when you're reading, His anger is based on His holiness. It's not like it is for us from our human kind of fallen perspective. We're petty and temperamental, but He's not. So we can't project how we feel as if that's how God feels. So this verse that we're looking at today, as Tammy said, it starts out by describing that the Lord is compassionate and gracious. And if you study this in scripture, you're gonna see it again and again and again, how God has always been full of compassion and mercy. You know, He takes pity on us, and, and, and not pity in like looking down, but just, you know, He has care for us in our human frailties. And that's why he sent his only son, Jesus, to make a way for us to be reconciled to him. I was talking to somebody earlier today, and we were talking about the fact that when Jesus came, you know, the price has been paid. So that means you can rest assured that God is not angry with you for all the bad choices you've made in this lifetime, because guess what? Christ has already made it possible that those are wiped away. And so when God looks at you he is looking at you with those eyes of compassion that gracious that love um, that he's looking at you in that way not in anger
0: hmm very yeah, very true and because Jesus is the key to this you know because um, you know there's a lot you, this verse is really for believers you know um, and we'll talk about some of that stuff in a little bit, but I'm gonna break down and, we, and look at some of these things here she, that we're talking about, especially uh, the words you know, compassionate and gracious. Um, and we kind of understand what some of those words mean, but I love looking up definitions and just sharing them with you guys so that you can really like grasp hold on what some of these things mean. So I, I gleaned some of the things on what compassionate definition is for the, just in the context for this. So it's having a heart that is tender and easily moved by the distress sufferings, wants, and infirmities of others. You know, we we can look at Matthew 14, uh, chapter 14, verses 14, that Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion towards them, and he healed their sick. So Jesus was not only had the compassion, but the Lord took action. That's an important thing. You know, it's, it's not just to be, well, I feel this way, but then you do nothing about it. Um, and, and the Lord shows example, example in the Bible about how he takes action with these things, he cares. He's going to do something to help you in your situation. And then if we look at the gracious definition, because we think about grace, but gracious is not something, you know, we really think about. You might think somebody's graceful, and that has more of a, you know, outwardly appearance definition. But gracious definition means favorable, expressing kindness and favor, disposed to forgive offenses, and impart unmerited blessings. Mm-hmm. Woo! And then if we look down, we'll give you a verse here to look at. So Isaiah chapter 30, verse 18 says, Yet the Lord longs, he longs to be gracious to you. Therefore, he will rise up and show you compassion. For the Lord is good. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all who wait for him. I just think this is amazing. And then one, two things I want to, before I pass it back to you, I want to say about these two things here. And I love looking at comparison about how we're supposed to be like Christ. You know, as we look mm-hmm. at these two things, we can claim two things from this that shows God's love for us, that he is compassionate and he is gracious, right? And, um, and that these are two areas, pay attention, these are two <laughs> areas that as Christians, you should strive to be more like. Mm, yeah, that's very powerful because that is,
1: um, we had have started a series at our church about being a mirror image, mm. being a mirror image, and I mean that's exactly what you just said. You know, if we if we are to to be more and more like Christ. And, and how do we find out how to do that? It's what we're doing today. We're talking about the word. We're looking in the word. We're looking for those keywords. Mm-hmm. Um, those things that speak to our heart and say, you know, this is, this is where you need to be focused right now. Um, and talking about heart, you know, I feel like the heart of the show today is, you know, not only is in this verse God explaining who he is, he's also confirming, to me I see it as a confirmation, that he is slow to anger. And this is an attribute of God we see repeated in Scripture. And, you know, we always talk about Scripture, interpret Scripture. I mean, that's kind of why we're here is to dig into those and to help you dig into them and look at them. So I encourage you, if you're in a place where you have your Bible handy or you have a notepad and a pen, you know, jot these down because you can go back after the show today and meditate on these. Um, so I'm going to give you a couple, a couple to look up. Um, in Nehemiah nine seventeen. It describes God as ready to pardon, gracious, there's that beautiful word again that Tammy just talked about, merciful and slow to anger. So there it is again, he's kind of wrapping it all around telling us who he is. Um, you can look at Psalm five eight, and that confirms the Lord again is gracious, full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. Um, look at Joel 2:13 I bet you hadn't looked at Joel in a long time. Well, look at Joel. <laughs> you know, come on. Look at Joel. Chapter 2 verse 13 it says God is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. Oh, I just love that. I mean, our daddy God is so kind to us. I mean, I'm always telling the kids and people around me it's like he cares about the big things and the little things. Yeah, everything in between because he loves us and he's kind and gracious, merciful to us. Um, God is described as slow to anger in Nahum 1-3. I bet you had not been in Nahum either, so get you in the Old Testament a little bit this coming week. Um, And you've probably, all our listeners know the story of Jonah. If you don't, it's also in the Old Testament. In the book of Jonah, um, he has made some bad choices but you can see in chapter 4 he's praying and talking with the Lord and it's interesting to me in this verse he's kind of saying who God is and he's saying that God is gracious and compassionate slow to anger abundant in mercy I mean God really wants us to know this about himself because he's repeated it so many times in scripture
0: Amen I'm repeating it because we're hard headed (laughs) Yeah, we have to get Exactly. You know, and you think about, you know, you think about the contrast of people who have a temper down here, you know, God's like, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not that way, but it was interesting because when Joe Heather gave this to me, and I, was, I was like, I was with the things that the Lord puts on our hearts to share with you guys. Um, you know, we might just at some point, say, well, that doesn't really relate to us. And God's like, just wait a minute. I'm going to show you something to be me here. So I'm going to share it with you. Cause I'm like, why yeah. am I looking at this? It's going to make the podcast longer today. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> Because it's like he told me somebody needed to hear this and I believe that that person is listening in and they're going to get blessed from some of this because it's going to radiate in their heart. So I, he gave me two verses. So Romans 5, 9, um, and this is King James Version. Much more than being not justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. And the second one he gave me was uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 9. For God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. So I'm like, why am I talking about wrath? Because I know a lot of people think about the wrath of God with anger and it gets very confusing and you look at mm-hmm. Revelation and what's to come and, and it, it can be confusing. And so, I wanted to share about the wrath of God and that who it is set aside for. Right? So, in comparison to God being slow to anger towards you, the wrath of God is judgment set aside for the devil. He's made it very clear mm-hmm. that that is definitely set aside for him. All the fallen angels and those who do not put their faith in Christ, in Jesus. And you might know think because there are a lot of good people out there, but I, I, I want you to listen because somebody needs to hear this. Because Jesus paid for your sins, right? Yes. And if you don't accept the gift, you are still holding the tab. Think about this when you go <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? You are still left oh, holding yeah. the tab. And that's what that means. That's right. Because he's paid yeah. for it if you receive it. If you receive it. so. Mm-hmm and it's sad i mean it's brought me to tears thinking about the people that are unknowingly going to be at the, the wrath of god and not yes. know how they got there because it's going to be unleashed on it but jesus has already taken it on and that's why we have this this, this verse for us he said tammy you put your faith and trust in jesus i'm not angry with you i've already put mm-hmm. all your sin on jesus he's already dealt with yes. all of it i'm not angry with you he's paid it for you Tammy. Come to me like a child your daddy, mm-hmm. God's forgiven you. You know, and that's the mm-hmm. blessing of this, that he's not gonna be slow in anger towards the ones who put the, it's all, it goes back to Jesus. That is the point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So then the other thing is that, that the Lord put on my heart. is So how how do we live then, right? How do we live knowing and how do we express gratitude because we are saved from God's wrath? We are saved. We are saved mm-hmm. from that. Yeah. Well, what do you do? Do you go on saying, well, he's already paid my sins. I guess I'm free to do whatever. No. It's a grateful mm-hmm. heart. We have no idea mm-hmm. what that wrath looks like. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad that I'm, I'm saved from that. So he brought me two more verses I wanna share with you. One is James one nineteen. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Ooh, mm-hmm. right? Another one is Ephesians yeah. 4.31. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander along with every form of malice so just as we always go back to this just as god is slow to anger so should we be too yes mm, amen Careful. i mean that's important
1: you know i i hate to admit this um but people who knew me back in the day knew this i was quick to anger as a young <laughs> as a young yeah i was very quick to anger uh like bang the disc, like, err you know, that. quick to anger. And so I, I um, am so grateful to God that I wasn't consciously aware of it at the time. Um, I don't believe that I intentionally fed into it, but it was just there in my fallen state. I mean, I believed in the Lord, but it was just a, a thing that was happening. And I just praise God that He revealed it to me he said, this isn't like me, so it's not you. <laughs> He's like, if I'm not doing that, you're not doing that. And so over time, you know, he can change you and mold you and shape you. And and what, how thankful I am today. And it doesn't mean I never get angry or I never get upset. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'm not quick to instantly you know kind of jump to anger and i'm i praise god for that and so if it wasn't for him you know i'd still be stuck in that right Mm -hmm. and i I wouldn't know that i was perishing and destined for wrath if it wasn't for as like tammy said it's all about jesus Mm -hmm. it's all about jesus and so when i think about that it takes me to the mercy part of the psalm that we're looking at today you know psalm 103 8 it ends by stating that god abounds in mercy um, Psalm 86.3 also describes God as a God full of compassion, gracious, long-suffering. And here it says, plenteous mm. in mercy and truth. And so, you know, when you're feeling down and out, I want you to meditate on those words. He's plenteous. If you're feeling upset because you've made a bunch of dumb choices, Hello, God abounds in mercy towards you. I mean, that's a powerful word. Um, it's it's kind of a lavish word. I mean, I kind of want to roll around in it. You know, <laughs> I want to roll around in that mercy, you know, because it's just so lavish. Because He's abounding. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big yes. word. And so, you know, I want you guys who are listening to know, you know, if you have. And when you did, you know, and maybe you haven't yet, and that's what you've stumbled on us today trying to figure this Jesus thing out. When you accept Jesus as your Savior, you are adopted into God's holy, heaven-bound family. And so when you make that choice, Tammy described it very well earlier, you've made that choice, well, guess what? You've released future wrath. You've given it away. And you've received God's loving kindness, and a mercy that will never end. Just think about that; it will never end.
0: Mm. I like the never-ending mm-hmm. part, turning, yeah. yeah, just God's love—it's just so much, and it, you know, this yeah. fallen world just distorts everything. And um, it's important to know the truth because the truth sets you free. You know, and I love Amen. the mercy part too—bounding in mercy. So I'm gonna give you some more definitions mm-hmm. here abound definition. This is one of the definitions that was in my God is Able book that I, I did some research because it's in that verse too. I wanted to know abound. God abounds to us and we abound to others. It's the same measure. You know, so what is that? You got. I mean, if you're going to act on the scriptures, you need to know what the scriptures are talking about. So abound right. means, like Jehovah's was talking, it's, it's abundance, right? It means to have or possess in great quantity, to be abundantly mm-hmm. supplied and to abound in good things. And then the mercy definition. We love mercy, right? It means Mm -hmm. to have compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone whom it is within one's power to punish or harm. We're talking about wrath. So this is a good example when you think about, you know, we deserve the wrath, right? We are fallen, but God has shown his mercy on us and and let his son take on that at the cross for us. He took my place on the cross. You know, to your place on the cross you put your faith and trust in Jesus. So mercy is more than just showing pity. Like Joe Heather was saying, pity upon someone. It's showing compassion mm-hmm. for people and forgiveness. It's it's an act of forgiveness. Um, so what this is saying in this verse is that God isn't going to, you know, just show you mercy. Meaning, forgive you, and, um, and without withholding the punishment. Because he's already placed, we've already talked about this several times, we're nailing this in today, he's already placed that on the cross he's already yes. he's already placed it on the cross but it says that the lord is abounding in mercy so his abundant mercy towards you is good right? if you look at the definition it's good right as we look at exodus 34 um, verse 6 i read you a verse here and the lord passed by before him and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering, and abundant in goodness and truth. Don't you just love that? God is merciful oh, yes. and abundant yes. in goodness. It's in goodness. We are so mm-hmm. undeserving, Jada. We really are. We're so undeserving. We really are. But we all yeah. we, we yeah. owe it all to Jesus Christ. He was willing Amen. to take on the punishment of our sins on the cross. The debt has been paid in full. Amen. Fully fully it's not oh, like man interest coming or anything it's been paid fully <laughs> no. it's done
1: praise it's the lord
0: <laughs> so we're going to take a moment here and i'm going to do a special shout out to born again bibles now i'm going to show you something here this is my bible now my son owns this mm-hmm. company born again bibles he's launching it and i'm just so proud of him but i want to show you what he has done Look wow. at this beautiful, and I wanted something special. I wanted suede inside. Nobody does suede. Oh, so he nice. had to learn a special technique yeah. to figure out how to get this to to work. And this is my old cover. So if you have a Bible, you know, it was falling apart. I, I mean, but what's inside the Bible is important. All my scriptures yes. that I underlined, all my notes, all my questions to God that he's been able to answer. What does this mean, Lord? And then he'd tell me, I write it. I want to preserve that. But this part was falling apart. I had pages falling out and he fixed everything put it back together and rebound in this beautiful leather um wow. bible so if you Thank want you. your bible be reborn like mine right now born again bibles is the place to go born again bibles is dedicated to beautifying repairing and customizing beloved bibles in a wide range of exquisite leathers he's got a whole couple different lines of them from classy solids to marbled and distressed leather that's what i have i like the distressed leather look um there is a choice for everyone to have their very own one-of-a-kind bibles to find out more and have your Bible reborn, visit his website at bornagainbibles.com. That's bornagainbibles.com. Plus, if you want to be a sponsor, you know, a future episode, or if you want to feature your favorite ministry f- effort, you know, just contact us at loveandencouragement.com. So I'm going to wrap it up here and toss it back to Joe Heather. Um, I just want to encourage you that to take this verse this week. Just take it. Just take, take it for, we give you a verse every week that you can take, right? That's right. And you can and you can you can make an effort. You can look at these things because we're going to go over the verse again. So, you know what God is. God is He's compassionate. He's gracious. He's slow to anger, abounding and and merciful. So if we look at those, that's that's quite a bit of things you can look at. That's five days a week. You can look at one each day. So find ways. Oh, cool yes, yeah, so I encourage you to go about take this and find ways for you to be compassionate, to show grace to your yes. brothers and sisters in Christ, to be slow to anger. Right? When somebody mm-hmm. screws something up, you yeah. just, mm, you just got to ha- be slow to anger. Abound towards others. Mm-hmm. Be generous towards others. You know, in your time and your finances and your heart, you know, and be merciful, you know, forgiving others. Yes. You know, for it says in Psalms 23 6, surely, I love this, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So, goodness mm-hmm. and mercy, what this verse is saying, is what you leave behind. That's why it follows you.
1: Oh, That's just so beautiful. So beautiful. And what I'm walking away with today is that was a great challenge, Timmy, to kind of say, hey, you know, really focus on being Mm. like Jesus. You know, how can I be more of these things? Um, And that was a great idea to kind of look at these each day this Mm. week. Um, Just do a word search, you know, on your phone, um, on your phone Bible app or or in the back of your Bible, and uh, and I just love that. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk away with that as my nugget for this week. But um, I also have something for you to consider. You you know, read uh, the whole Psalm 103 this week. It's a, it's a powerful Psalm. If you read the whole thing, we didn't have time to go through all of it today, but it encourages you. Excuse me. The Psalm encourages you to bless the Lord. And so there's twenty two verses in the whole psalm, and this psalm tells you to bless the <laughs> Lord seven times in the twenty two verses and We were talking about repetition mm-hmm. earlier um and you know some of you guys who study the Bible a lot know that numbers have an importance in the Bible, and seven symbolizes fullness or completeness um so it's something to really pay attention to. And it was on my mind as I I wanted to leave you with a question today. So how can taking time to bless the Lord help you more deeply understand His compassion, His graciousness, and His mercy? And then, just like Tammy said, how can you take that out to others? Well, thank you for taking time to join us today to support us and learn more about our upcoming Your Kingdom Purpose Women's Workshop. Visit loveandencouragement.com. We'll be back next week as we continue to offer you words of encouragement that remind you of God's awesome love.